you don't pass. Last, last. Now everybody go to our breakfast. Shayo. To discuss, cause I think when you hide the fault, I'm without any doubt. I'm a me happy adult, I know go feed the girl, I know go feed the guy is up though. I'm a mind as you be talk, I put my life into my job and I know I'm in trouble. She manipulated my love. What up, what up, what up? We're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Fellas, how you doing today? Folks, monkeypox, it's a different vibe these days. <laughs> I'm not trying to get too close, but I'm trying to make sure we get things rocking. Hey, we're in the elevator right now, dog. We're close. We're a little tight today. We're a little tight today. Maybe because we're a three-man team. We only got the fourth person here. Jonathan, man, I hope all is well. I'm glad that everything went well for the family. But um, let's jump into the um, podcast, fellas. Ray, we can get your, your update. How you doing? Man, we good, bro. I head to New Orleans tomorrow, man. Mom's surgery, so... Dedicate the show to moms, you know, we're going to be good, bro. Oh, absolutely, man. Mama Butler, man, take care of yourself. We love you. We know that you, everything will work out. You know what I mean? We'll be yes, praying and make sure that everything works out for you. Yes, sir. Give out in the morning, afternoon. Thursday, we out. Uh, yeah. How long are you going to be down? Till Thursday. Oh, man, it's good, good, good to be there for your mother, bro. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks, so let's get to the first topic for the day. Deshaun Watkins. You always say Watkins, like, like Sammy Watkins. Well, it is Watson. <laughs> I like to say Deshaun Watkins. Yeah. And this suspension, man, there's a lot going on with that. Yes, sir. And, you know, initially first came out from the uh, first recommendations, the recommendation from the uh, the uh, former federal judge, whose name is Robinson, mm-hmm. um, that he received six games. Yeah. That has now changed. Oh, not just changed. It hasn't changed. I'm, I'm misquoting there. misstating. That hasn't changed. It's just now that it's going to be appealed. By the NFL, <clears throat> which, by the way, the NFLPA has followed up with another appeal on their appeal. <laughs> but, man, so, Key, you started off for us. What was your thoughts on hearing that he only got six games? Because you sent the text out, so did I. You were like, you like, he only got six games, which I think maybe they've been lying what you were thinking anyway. I'm not totally sure. But give me your thoughts on, your, on, on, on him getting the six games and then what's going to happen with the NFL moving forward. When I saw this game, I, I thought it was way too low for that type of offense when people who done did less than that, when you had 24 women came forward but got more than six games. You had, you know what I'm saying, <coughs> uh, I knew they was going to appeal it because the, the, uh, everybody was saying that the NFL wanted to give them the whole year. And I know Roger Goodell wasn't going to sit back with the backlash they was going to get. And, you know, the NFL is all about protecting the shield. Yeah, they should have the same energy by the uh, 
the owners. I get that. But I wasn't surprised at all when I when I saw he had six games. I was like, yeah, they definitely going to appeal this. I think Ray sent in the text, too. He, uh, he was shocked he got six. But I was thinking more eight to ten games. Mm-hmm. But um, I just knew six, you know, it just wasn't a good look for when you, you know what I'm saying, get people way more games than that for, you know, even less crimes, you know. So uh wasn't shocked at all, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if, you know what I'm saying, it's going to be a long out battle. He's going to even try to fight this, but I can see 10 to 12, 10 to, 10, 10 to the whole season. 10 games are the, he missing the whole season this year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely when you put yourself in a situation, um, 25 women allegedly, you know, whatever went on in the masseuse situation, he put himself in a situation. Um, I know the NFLPA, <clears throat> their job is to protect the player, um, but he definitely should get the season, man. And I think the NFL is going to shoot for an indefinite suspension, and when they feel like bringing him back, they're going to bring him back. Um, it's going to be a long, drawn-out battle. I'm sure if, you know, the, the courts don't go in the NFL favor, they're going to repeal it again. And I just think he's going to miss the season just with this whole appeal process. So I guess my question is, after the six games, is they still going through this appeal process? Do he play? Do he don't play? Um, that, that's going to be interesting, man. And one thing I was surprised, too, why Houston didn't get any uh, fines or draft picks because they paid off – some people in the civil suit as well. So I think Houston got off easy in this situation as well. Um, I thought they should have at least been fined millions of dollars, taking a couple draft picks for basically going along with this whole situation. Um, but definitely Deshaun, man, he put himself in a bad situation from the jump, um, not playing last year. But six game is definitely not enough. And I think the NFL wants to set a standard um, and make an example out of him. And I think that's what they're going to do, and that's why they're fighting so hard for it. I'm not understanding what, like, because it's a little confusing for me. Um, if you really pay attention to what's going on, it's like, all right, he gets, he got the six games from a federal judge that was, an ex-federal judge that was appointed by the NFL. That was her judgment. The NFL appealed a decision of a person they hired. Like, I'm, I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't get why would they appeal a decision that from a judge that they hired. So they hired this judge. She gives you her recommendation in her recommendation. She kind of picks apart the, um, she picks apart the, 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 the NFL's policies and procedures. So I don't understand why, that would be anything else but what you would see there. She picks apart the, the policies and procedures. Mm-hmm. She takes she under she says to like, hey, listen, based off your the the grounds and rules of the, uh, the regulations of the NFL and the pun, and the policies and, and the punishment that you've been provided in in other situations, this is an unprecedented precedented precedented situation, right? Never heard of this before. It's never happened in the NFL. But in the other terms of things you've done, this is the length and the punishments you had outside the gambling yeah. with Calvin Ridley. Like that's what they gave. That's what they. That's what she gave them. Six games. Yeah, he's wrong. But like, I don't understand what is the the narrative now. I, I don't understand the narrative now. I I can't get it to understand. Like, all right, you got these six games, but 
These are based off your policies and procedures that you have in place at this point. Mm-hmm. If you if you go and bring somebody else in and you try to bring in a different judgment, who, who can clarify that that judgment is more qualified than the person than, than the, the ex federal judge? Yeah. I just don't understand yeah. it. Like I don't think he I think this game should be more. But if you bring in the ex prosecutor, you bring in the ex prosecutor to appeal. Why is the appeal more should be determined? And you think about this, like, you know, NFL is a private entity. It's not a public entity. It's a private entity. It's not a public uh, organization. So, like, what is it that, you know, I don't I don't understand, like, why would they look at it like it's anything else? I don't get that part. Yeah. Maybe that's something, like, I'm just not understanding. Like, all right, like, okay, I get what, you, I get what your issue is, but you don't have anything in place that protects the interests of the players and the owners in the NFL. So, against the situation. That's why they didn't find Houston, Texas. That's why they didn't find anybody else. They could have, should have. They should have. They say the cow, what's the name, is a part of the situation issue. So why they didn't find him, why they didn't find the t- Houston, Texas, I don't understand it. So it's like, all right, you're doing these things, and I get it, but now it's like you have no policies in place that can define why you're making the decision you're making. So it's always going to be public opinion. Yeah. It's always going to be the public. is going to be, if the public has an outcry, they're going to have an issue with it. Same thing with Mike Vick. The same thing happened here. It was a public outcry, and they and it got pushed out even farther. I don't understand what they're gonna do, bro. Yeah, like, I don't like what more this judge gonna find that the other judge. Did. So he's not even a judge; he's a prosecutor. Yeah, like what is he gonna find more that hasn't been looked into for the past what year and a half? I'm going right. two years. Like what more is he gonna find to justify a, a year long suspension? That that's what's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I don't. That's, that's the thing I don't understand. Like for me, I get the, I get why she gave him the six games. She's basing it off prior situations that's happened in the NFL, and she's also basing it off the, in it, the NFL's inept defining of what they need to do when it, a situation like this happens, which is it makes sense because it's not, it's it's never been happened before. But at what point? What do you do? Like they gave, uh, what did they give, what did they get to do that went to. Um, to Dallas for the sexual assault. When he threw his girl on them guns. What, they gave him 10 games? Greg, uh, 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 Greg Hardy. Greg, Greg Hardy. Hardy. They gave him like 10 games, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. They gave Ezekiel for, for whatever he did, like six games. Mm-hmm. There's no consistency. There's no consistency. So it's like you don't have anything in place. So how can you really say, like, all right, this is the best move. This is the best judgment. I I don't I don't get it. He probably Sean's probably happy with six game, honestly. Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> of course he happy. He like, boy, of course let me do these six and get him at Cleveland. That's why he said he wasn't gonna contest whatever the uh judge did. But Roger Goodell, like, nah. I'm he gonna at least get the year to ten games. And and if I'm Roger Goodell, you shoot your shot. Right? Oh, like oh. go ahead and go ahead and appeal it. Yeah, they did it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, why not do it? The worst he can come back, he still gets six games. Because Roger Goodell got the final say, so not the judge. So I wonder, so if the judge come back and say, okay, six games, so Roger could still give him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Sean gone, bro. <laughs> yeah. Sean out of here. Yeah. Roger Goodell he got gonna, the final say so. He's going to be suspended so. indefinitely. Yeah, he got the final say so. So it'd be where, Wait, I, when I feel like you come back. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not what he's doing, though. He's bringing the prosecutor to take away the final say so from him. But he still get the final say so. I don't know if I, I don't know if, if it's a prosecutor recommendation. Is it a recommendation factor, or is a is do the prosecutor that he's bringing the ex prosecutor he's bringing it is the final say so? But I think what that's he what provides information wise, yeah. that's it's too much <coughs> ambiguity 
in that pro- in that process who you don't understand what's going on. Yeah. It's too much, man. It's too much leverage for him. It's too much ambiguity there. He can do what he wants. True. So it's like I, I, I'm I'm more confused than ever. I don't get it anymore. I don't get why this <laughs> is even like I get why it's an issue. I don't get why they're going through these different domino effects and it just it's just to a point now where it's back to where we're square one. Where the players had a problem with um um Roger Adele being able to define right. define yeah, a, and, and provide those punishments yeah. and there was never a definition or a defined moment of why they're doing what they're doing. He could not define the punishment he was providing or what the NFL was providing. And it felt like he was just giving out these levities, fines, and punishments, but he wasn't doing else. And where's the NFL with the owners? What's going on with my man in D.C.? Snyder. With Snyder. Yeah, he going to be gone. When is Snyder eventually going to get out? And why they haven't fined him? Yeah. They fined him. But why didn't they suspend him? I think he coming up next. Week. I think they're going to force him to sell. They suspended the, the owner with Miami, with Ross? Yeah. Why they don't suspend him? Yeah, that's interesting, too. So it's just one of those things that, you know, I'm at a point where I don't understand anymore. But I think from a Roger Goodell standpoint, like the players were complaining, like we have no, like you're the final say, so you, you're you crucifying us, you make the final, you're doing everything. So I guess he's like, all right, we're going to give it to a third party and then I'll make my final determination to give you a benefit of the doubt type situation. That's the only thing I can think of. It just doesn't make sense, man. Yeah, like it, and I think that's what people and the players are mad about is no consistency across the NFL when it comes to these fines. Like Kelvin Ridley, for example, $1,500 with gambling, the man get the whole year, whereas Deshaun with this, he gets six games. Like, it's, it's, it's all over the place, bro. Like, all over the place. Plus, he wasn't even found guilty of anything. And I think that's one of the issues as well. But it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to play out probably the whole season, bro. It's just one of those things that you're not seeing why things are happening. And that's the problem. That we're all saying, we're all saying, okay, we don't understand why it's happening. Like and it goes back it levies back to like they had the issue in the past with the, the previous CBA. Mm-hmm. Nobody understood what was going on with it. Like nobody understood what his decision making was. So we'll see, bro. But I'm I'm <laughs> I'm very interested to see how this move forward. Yeah. And it puts Cleveland in a bad situation too. Like how do we prepare? Are we gonna miss the whole season just a six? Like how do you prepare for that? But they knew they're gonna get the the uh, they knew gonna have the six games. But then they're gonna he's gonna be out. I think I think in best in best in best case scenario, it was six games. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you knew it was gonna be out for a year, yeah. maybe two. Nobody knows. But she, y'all remember in her report, and I'm not sure if you if you if y'all read it. If, I didn't read read it that thoroughly, but I kind of read snippets here and there. She also put an emphasis on he was out last year. Yeah, but he was. And, but no, but he was. It wasn't defined yeah. why he was out. It was just like he was out. So they were like, he's already done a year suspension. But they ain't in the NFL. That was Houston. Houston ain't wanting to play. He still got paid. But he still was out, though. But and they were like, they were like, hey, he's out. Like, he's out, whatever. But that ain't time served, though. Is it? No. Is it? Hold on, no. hold on. He was practicing. He just no, 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 no. Hold on. You, Houston showed him. Hold on, hold on. If you go to jail, if you're in jail, they don't give, and they, and they, you don't go to, you go, you go to jail, before you go to trial, they still give you time. But saying. NFL didn't say you couldn't play. There was a Houston Oilers. I mean, say Houston Oilers. Houston uh, Texas decision. This but, wasn't but the NFL. Is that decision. is that? But that's not it. That's not against the NFL. The NFLPA can de- really defend the fact that he's already signed up. But for they, you. Well, they wouldn't win that because NFL didn't say we need you to send. And that. I don't know even if he's suspended for this year. Is that none pay? Yeah, it's none pay. Yeah, it's none pay. 
I, this listen. was official. <laughs> yes. Listen, he official. was he not on the uh, NFL? What's his name? Nope. He wasn't even on the exemption list. No. Exemption list. But at the end of the day, they still could defend the fact he didn't play last year. They ain't gonna win that. They can do all they want, but you uh, got paid. You got. Houston could have played him. Yeah, he got his entire that, salary that was last year. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what they. That's what NFL gonna say. Like we didn't. Uh, we didn't say you couldn't play last year. And I bet Houston looked back on it, bro. You might have just played the man. Yeah. Like, bro, you're gonna get the backlash regardless. Like, you might as well win some football game. Like for real. Well, at least they got the number one pick, so you know, he gone. So yeah, yeah they, they got a nice little king ransom for so, him. So at the end of the day, they said we we know he's gonna leave, so we might as well just tank the season. Yeah, true that. Yeah. True that. They got a ransom for him. All right, let's talk to the next. Let's jump to the next topic real quick. The Patriots, America's team, basically, right? Yeah, it seemed like it, right? What is? Cowboys fans might have something to say. Right now, they they uh the Patriots um they don't have a real OC. They don't have an officer coach at all, actually. Right? Um, to define who their office is and what they're getting from their offense. So Ray started off. What was your thoughts on Belichick not not uh declaring a OC, officer coordinator? And what's this gonna do with Mac Jones moving forward? Man, it, it just sums up Bill Belichick think he's the smartest guy in the room. Like, this does not make sense for a young quarterback, still learning. He had a good, solid rookie season. But you need an OC, bro. Bill Belichick has never been an offensive guy. Matt Patricia, trash. Uh, who, who the other guy they brought back? Uh, Judd, trash. Like, bro, like, you're doing Matt Jones a, a disservice because just to be able to talk to an offensive mind when you're coming off the field – not talking to two and three people trying to piece stuff together. It's just Bill Belichick trying to trying to be like he's the smartest guy ever, and it's not going to work. Right? Like the Patriots are in a dogfight division, and it's no longer, oh, Patriots going to win nine, ten games every single year, run the division. Them days are over. And I just don't get it. Like why not hire OC after Daniels left? Like piecing them out and they're trying to be the smartest guy is just ridiculous, though. So I think Mac Jones going to struggle this year. Yeah, at this, uh, I don't know. I guess he got somebody calling the plays. They just ain't gave him a title yet. I don't know, you know, Bill Belichick doing, but they'll have won six Super Bowls. So. Right, when you got to go that quarterback. Hey, bro. But, but, hey, hand-to-hand, a lot of them Super Bowls Bill Belichick won Tom Brady, didn't they? But you know? that's what I'm saying. But Bill, yeah. Bill coming from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, I get it. but Not, not an offensive, creative mind. Yeah, so – you just got to see how it play out. It definitely look bad. You're not naming somebody Bro, that, that title. Yeah, it's never been done before. I understand <laughs> it, but yeah, you got to see what Bill Belichick is doing. You know, one of the probably greatest coach of all time. He is, but come but, on, bro. But, yeah, I just don't see. Oh, they both going to call plays. You can be like offensive coordinator one, offensive coordinator two. But um, I'm definitely – this is an interesting topic, and I just want to see where that's going to go, but – I'm just going to wait and see in the season happen and see who actually with the clipboard calling the plays. Just because you don't have a title, you still got somebody calling the plays because I don't think Belichick going to call the plays. Yeah, but even Judd and Patricia, bro, like what have they done from an offensive standpoint to be like, oh, we're going to have this dynamic offense because of what these guys have done in the past. Patricia's been a defensive coach. Judd was a special teams coach. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, bro. If I'm Mac Jones, boy, I'm pissed. Boy, I'm pissed. And that's, this is where, like, Mac Jones has to show that leadership and step up like, yo, this is unacceptable. Like, Bob, Rob Kraft should be pissed. Like, bro, come on, bro. What are you doing? 
I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, I mean, listen, Bill is Bill. He's gonna do what he does. He's very aloof, very negative, very um. You gotta give him the benefit of the sauntering personality. But he knows this information, knows his stuff, he knows what to do, and he's probably gonna put the best guy in the best situation. People know that uh, Joe Judge actually was a tight end coach. He wasn't always a special teams coach. He was actually a tight end coach at the University of Alabama. You don't realize that. All good. So and 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 a lot of people know that um, Dabo, well not Dabo, uh, Dable, who um, is the is the Giants coach, actually was on the staff as a tight end coach for the actual Patriots. For he came to Alabama, and then he then went from there to Buffalo. So it's a little different level of understanding of NFL and sports. Um, and I mean, Bill ain't gonna put a guy in a situation that can't handle it. He knows his NFL. He knows how his, he knows his team, and he knows his quarterback. And it's good that Matt Jones got in better shape. Yeah, like he's in a no stomach no more, right? Like he's got a look. Like he's in a better position for himself. And he look like I don't know, he's always took his. I think he took his career very seriously, but it's now it's, it seems like it's very more important for him to be successful because the offense on him now, mm-hmm. and you don't have the same level receivers. Um, but you're gonna have now to. You're going to now have to show that you are the talent that you think you are. And I think Bill is going to put the invest in him and what he feels like the, um, what the next, the next, I don't want to say level, but the future of the Patriots should look like moving forward. Um, and the defense is still, even though last year they had a, they went to the playoffs and they may got blown out by Buffalo, that defense is still good. Most of the year, that defense was very strong. So it's just about their defense and staying strong as, as a team, just staying together. But, I mean, is it funny that he doesn't have an OC yet? No, yes, it is. It's very funny. Who does that? No OC right now, but that's him. That's Bill, and we you got to get used to what Bill does. He's going to do what he wants to do. He's going to manage his team the way he wants to manage his team. But, you know, we'll see. I'm, it makes it, it, makes it, a, a, better, it, makes it a better uh, – uh, a better – it makes the season more important now that, you know, it gives better storylines. That's what I'm looking for. It's a tough division. A very story, better storylines with a tough division with three. You got a quarterback right now with – you got a, a receiver got traded for, like, all those picks, and he's going to hopefully change the direction of the Miami Dolphins. You got a quarterback. It's probably on his last leg. He has to be traded. I mean, not traded, but he's either going to be – he's going to be a break-or-break season for him. You got Matt Jones, a young two-year quarterback that's trying to send – you got you got Josh Allen, who's an MVP candidate. Can he take his team to the next level? We saw last time how we saw Buffalo. Literally, before uh, um, uh, what's his name took that um, took that took that ten yard route seventy yards. Buffalo last time we saw J- Josh Allen, he threw it for a touchdown, and we thought the game was over. It was eleven seconds on the clock. Man. Was we thought it was eleven seconds on the clock. We thought the game was over. Game so he's the MVP candidate coming up this season. I'm looking at it like, bro, it's going to be interesting. See how the season works out, man. All right, give a, one one topic I want to bring up real quick before we before we move on to NLB Major League Baseball. I need right now from 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 the group our top five wide NFL wide receivers in the game right now. Top five. All right. <clears throat> Key. I'm starting with you. Please don't come off with two <laughs> LSU receivers. Hey, bro. But I want your top five okay. receivers 
in the right game. now in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going off. Yeah, only thing I can do is go off last year. All, only thing I can. And do. that's what your that yeah. was the storyline. Yeah, yeah. Dig to but, it. Yeah, you got to go off what 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 you've done for me lately. Uh huh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going on the latest data. Uh-huh. Data. So I'm going with uh, Adams, Cooper Cup, uh, Jefferson, Chase. Hold on, this top five, one through five now. Oh, you roll your I want in order. You want in order? How you feel? Oh, the best and who, oh. Yeah, okay, I'm it. going with Adams. I'm going with Cup. Adams is your number one. Yeah, Adams is my number one. Okay. Cooper Cup, number two. So Cooper's your number two. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going with. You don't have Jefferson over the Cooper Cup? No, nah, I'm going with Cooper Cup. I'm going. Wow. I'm going with Cooper Cup. I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with Jefferson because he didn't did it for two years, consistent at high clip. Then I'm going with Chase, and then I'm going with uh, my fifth one. I'm gonna have to go with uh, shit because uh, he was hurt last year. I, 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 I'm going to put him in even though he was hurt last year. I might have to go with Hopkins. All right. Damn. It's a tough one, boy, but I, I got Devontae Adams one. I got Cup two. I got Stephon Diggs three. I got Cheetah four. And I got Jefferson five. That's my top five. Chase had a great rookie year. Don't get me wrong. Put up big, big numbers. But more than any rookie ever. Yeah, but the, the <laughs> Diggs, he not. I don't think he better than Diggs. And I just think Cheetah's been doing it. When people said Cheetah was just a, a vertical guy, Cheetah running all the routes. You can throw that boy a slant. He going house. So that's why I put Cheetah in that top five now. And Jefferson, he been he been handling his business the last two years. He's the number one guy. Minnesota. Uh, I'm gonna say top five. Top five receivers. I'm gonna go with Adams first. That's what we doing? That's that what we doing, bro? Man, y'all didn't hit two of our play. Nah, nah, that's what we doing, now. We watching the, nah, the Mets in Atlanta Braves. He signed for 120 game. million. That's what we doing? Okay. One of these players just got hit, but they didn't hit two of ours. Oh, uh, sure. Should we, should we hurt them? Uh, we can, we can rumble if y'all want. Y'all don't want that. <laughs> y'all too soft. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yes. So, back to what I'm saying. Adams is first. Ask Devontae. Right now, Devontae is the best receiver. Cooper Cubs got to be two. Stats. We led this league in stats, yards, and I think in touchdowns. And they had a triple crown last year. They had a, a stats, yards, and touchdowns, man. Catches too. I mean, yeah, stats, yards, and, and touchdowns, and catches. Maybe, yeah, maybe I crown. think it'll catch too. Yeah, triple crown. Number three, though, is a little interesting. Mm-hmm. We all, I, I don't, I got based it off what I'm going to see this coming season. Number three, my number three receiver. I got to go with Allen, San Diego. I got to go with Allen, San Diego. He's been putting up monster numbers for a very long time. He's not getting the respect he deserves. The kid has been putting up monster numbers. And and he is a clear number one for that team. He's a clear number one for that team. Even though he had um, um the kid from Clemson stepped up last year, I think so. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen for my number three. Number four. Kid from Cincinnati. Chase? Chase, bro. Chase Chase ball last year. I think he had like, what, 15, 1,600 yards? He ball. He ball. And from what I saw, even though he had some droppies here and there, he didn't, he was he was still dominant. Played phenomenal in the, uh, not in the Super Bowl, not even in the AFC Championship game, but definitely in the Tennessee game. 
Um, and he just dom- he dominated when he had the opportunity to dominate. Number five, man, I do not want to say this dude's name because he keeps calling himself the best receiver in the game. Uh, only because Thielen got hurt during the season. It's a it's it's one A it's it's five A five B with me with him. No man, we ain't no five A five B. But no. it's Jefferson. It's Jefferson, man. I want to say AJ Brown, but AJ Brown could get hurt somewhere in the season. Um, I saw him, I looked at Mike Thomas that day. He looked phenomenal. Evans looking phenomenal in practice as well. Um, but number five is Jefferson. You agree with my two LSU dudes? And it number is five. Jefferson. Man. Number no five. Diggs, no cheetah. Oh, I didn't even think about Diggs. Oh, my bad, bro. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't put. I can't put Jefferson over Diggs. I had to put. But here's the problem with. Here's, I have to put. I can't put Jefferson over Diggs. So I'm gonna put Diggs at five. But here's my problem with Cheetah. I don't know what he's gonna look like with Tua. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. And no here's the thing. That, here's yeah. another thing. Waller's gonna have an issue. It's gonna have something to say because Dig Cheetah's never had a clear number two. Never. He's got one. Who's is a one A with them? One A, one B. Waddle is on his way, yeah, well, and so with Waddle with him, his numbers gonna take his a numbers. Big gonna, dip. His numbers gonna have to take a dip because they both fast. They're both elusive with the ball in their hands. If Man. I look at ways to look at next season, but it's Jay, don't help him talk you out of putting Jefferson in the. Uh, in <laughs> I the have those digs, bro. Digs a beast. Digs ball, dog. Everybody said that ball the best rock runner in football. No his and so is Jefferson. But People say Jefferson a, a great. I didn't even think about it. It maybe one to me. It's a five a five b. The last position is like a five a five b five c type. They deal. say Jefferson can because run hell out I look of at AJ Brown. AJ Brown's been strong. Jefferson he does runs great routes. Yes. Um. <laughs> That's and, then, and then Diggs Diggs a baller, bro. Yeah, Diggs nice. I, I all right. So I would say this. I'll keep Jefferson at five. I want to place Diggs with Allen. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna place. I'm gonna place. I'm gonna place Allen with Diggs. I like Allen. Only thing with Allen, I just like think he don't get the big plays, and they don't for whatever reason. He'll get they, a lot of touchdowns. They don't give him no chances in the red zone. Like, he's a big receiver. I think they utilize. But he utilize balls. Him. Yeah, he do. He just he balls. Him. Yeah, they just misutilize him. I think they're not using him properly. So, in the in the player, the receiver who I think gonna make some noise this year if they healthy, stay healthy, like you said, AJ Brown. He should. He's a big uh, year for Jalen. Uh, my man from the Saints, uh, Michael Thomas, got something to prove. Uh, so it's gonna be an interesting year. People gonna be coming for that for that for that for that title. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it's a lot of good receivers in the league right now. It's a passing league, bro. Yeah. So, but yeah. Look, Allen Robinson is nice and he fell off because he ain't had no quarterback in Chicago the last few years. Like he nice. Like he gonna help the Rams a whole lot. And I think it's time for my man at Dallas to step up. Oh, CD? Uh, CD, it's time for CD to step up. Show why. He, he the man now. Yeah, he ain't got one. no receivers. <laughs> they done traded uh, Amari. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's his team. It's his team from a receiving court standpoint. He got to handle his business. I just don't. Here's my problem with CD, CD Lamb. Now that he is the man on the team, and how many weapons, did, I mean, his weapons went down. I mean, with, uh, with um, his weapons and his weapons went down, bro. You know, you still have Gallup still is on 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 PP PPP list, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And with with that, and then they got with the, the uh, what's the who was number one? Cool. Was it was his last name Coop? 
No, no, Coop. No, no, no. It was Wilson. Oh, Wilson. Wilson. Too, Wilson. So he's going. Yeah, so now head. you like now you got like weapons that you don't have anymore. That's another reason why I'm talking about Wilson. They have weapons with Coop. I mean, mm-hmm. with Wilson, he's at he's in Miami. So uh, I gotta see what CC can do because he he led the league in drops or had it was second in drops. He was high up there, and now we gotta see can he really take off the way we think he can. Cause it's gonna be different. Yeah, for it's him. a big year for him. Cause you got to step up now. Cause Jerry pretty much gave you the key to the ransom. Time for you. You know what I'm saying? You got rid of. Cause, cause one thing about Cooper, he might not show up in some game, but he was consistent. He made Dak life. Oh easy. yeah, he made it easy. Yeah. Let me ask y'all a question. And and this is really for you two. This is a make or break year for Michael Thomas. Do you trade him if he doesn't really come out the way you think? He should I, I think you. I think you do. I think if he don't, if if because you don't play with all of them for for two years, and if he don't come out, Lee's going for thirteen, fourteen hundred yards, a couple of touchdowns, he get hurt again. A couple, yeah, fourteen hundred. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I mean a couple. Of, I mean you know I mean like fifteen or more. Okay. It, it, it'll be time to move on because there's a lot of money on the books for somebody. You know what I'm saying? So y'all do think it's a make or break is for I, I think to staying healthy wise, staying on the field, and getting back to the elite. Because nobody even talking about Michael Thomas right now. It's, yeah, I and mean, that's what I'm saying. He's no looking good doing the health. And doing, doing the camp, he came out there, he came healthy. Yeah. Like his body looks right, looks strong, mm-hmm. look, look aggressive. Yeah, if he get hurt this year early, same thing with the ankles and all that, it's time to move on. Nah, it's not a make or break year, bro, because, I mean – we acting like you act like the man been injury prone his whole career, right? He had a, he got rolled up in the first game. He tried to come back. I just don't like the off the field stuff with fighting with teammates on Twitter. Just just the funny shit, bro. Like be a professional, be a team leader, and I think he's gonna perform. Like as far as the money, man, he got the bulk of his money early in that contract, so he only got a couple years left. But I think he'll bounce back, and I think his numbers may dip a little bit. Because if Olave takes off like we think he will, Jarvis is going to get some of the carries underneath. But it's definitely not a make or break year. He just he had the ankle injury. Like, it's just a fluke accident. Um, but I think he's going to perform at least get 1,200 yards. I think that's pretty easy. Um, shit, that's what, 60-something yards a game? So I don't think it's a make or break year for him. I just think it's a bounce back because uh, we need him. But I think we've addressed a lot of the issues we had in the past where – Michael Thomas was 1A, 1B, 1C, 1-3. He was everything. But I think we added depth now. But I don't think it's a make or break year for him. I just wanted to know, what do y'all think it's a make or break year for him? Because got to stay healthy. Because it seems like to me, like, he's coming in the season like it's like that. Because yeah. he, 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 like you said, nobody's talking about him. But you're talking about, it's not ultra field stuff. Because, I mean, in the in-house and fighting, it's, that's the on-the-field type of situation. It's team situation. It's just the, it's just the other but, stuff. Yeah. But it seems like his behavior is the reason why that's I That's what like. I'm saying. Yeah, his behavior be tripping. It's his behavior gives him like, hey, you really show. Like, you're only going to put up as much as how viable you are. Yeah. So how, it's his behavior like, all right, bro. Like, if your behavior don't clean up, we're going to have to get rid of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like trading him last season, bro. Like, punching uh, uh, Thomas Gardner. Mm-hmm. Like, beefing with Sean Payton. Like, it's just that type of stuff, bro, that breaks teams when you're supposed to be a team leader, right? That's the stuff that we just don't need, right? That's what makes teams fall apart, and that's why you would, that's why I would have traded them because of all that extra stuff, bro. Let me ask you a question. So, dude, what do you feel about, and it, it has been broadcast, right? What do you feel about the, uh, the, um, what do you feel about the, um, 
the 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 tackle that's been sent home, the rookie. I like that. That's been sent home the last three games. <laughs> Have you heard about it? Mm-mm. So it's the rapping. Saints, the Saints rookie, mm-hmm. as you drafted in the first round, right? It was yeah, the first round. <laughs> He's been sent home the last three games for fighting. Mm. When well, y'all hear that, what you tell you? About how do you feel? Uh, you can feel either way about it. You want somebody with passion. You want somebody that I always say I want players. I got to calm down. Not mm. players I got to get hyped <laughs> up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather up. try to calm you down than try to get you ready for the game. And you do the right thing by sending them home, like you said, because you can't be fighting your teammates. But sometimes it happens, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're in the heat of battle. You know what I'm saying? It happens. But um, like I said, I'd rather have someone I can calm down than I need energy out of them. So just take that aggressive and try to save it for – the people you're going against every Sunday. But, uh, you know, definitely I'd just like to see a rookie coming in and saying, look, I'm not a rookie. I'm not going to take it from nobody. You know what I'm saying? That I belong here. So that's how I look at it. Yeah, it's, I love the aggression of pass. And like I said, you know, you don't want to be punching because you'll break a hand. But that was his, his, his grade coming out of the draft. Like, he's a very nasty player. Like, he finished plays. And I love the aggression, man. Like, yeah, you know, you don't want to – be fighting your own teammates, but like you said, I whether say, look, man, tone it down to say, man, listen, bro, I need more out of you. Mm-hmm. I need more aggression. I need more passion. Mm-hmm. So I love it, bro. Like at the end of the day, we need him to be our starting left tackle for the future. Like you drafted him right after a live for a reason. And that's the type of stuff that we need as a left tackle in the NFL, bro. You gotta be nasty. But it's that fine line where we don't want penalties because of you going too far. But I love it, man. You know, it's training camp. Them boys in a hundred degree weather. It's hot, two days, and you know, them boys just ready to release some energy, man. I love it. Anybody you've have you ever been paying attention to training camp? Yeah, I have. Anybody that you've seen that oh, you yeah. that, that uh, you like, one person you think there's been oh. a spotlight, and I'm talking about any training camp out there, not just your okay. particular team, but just across the board. Anybody you've looked at and said, "Oh, damn, that well, boy shining." The dude from the Saints, bro, second year uh, corner. Uh, or Debo. Or He been putting on. Because be, I've been actually watching the locals, New Orleans Jones on the app, and he been shutting everybody down. I think Michael Thomas just got a little – God gave him to him the other day on a couple of plays. But he really been a star of the Saints defense camp because a lot of, like, you know, the honey badger and them ain't been showing up, you know, been out dealing with this stuff. But Debo, And he was solid last year. He got – Rookie rookie wall, bro. Yeah. You get your lumps. Yeah. He got – you know, took advantage on a couple of plays on a he'll be aggressive jump of plays a couple there, but you know what I'm saying? Uh he just he 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 done stood out for me. Uh so definitely him. Yeah, I, I like uh Allen Robinson. He like he been making some real big plays. I think that's just only gonna help Matthew Stafford and, and Cooper Cup. Um I like what um oh damn damn boy name. Landon up in Atlanta. You know, everything I've been hearing Drake. Yeah, yeah like, Drake's balling. Like, like he's playing well. He's adjusting well. Yeah, I Pitt's been playing. He's had a great. Yeah. I'm about to bring him up. Pitt's has been doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of cats that you know been making some good plays, some extra strides. I think it's going to be a good season, man. I'm looking for even Tua's looking good. Like the, the clips that I've seen, Tua throwing the ball deep, and I think hopefully the new OC, you know, and the new coach for Miami right. allows him to push the ball down the field more. He definitely has right, to. You can't, be, you can't win too many games in the NFL with six, seven-yard passes. No, nah, not anymore. Yeah, you got to be. They don't stay on top so, of so it. So the pass I've seen, he looked real good. One more, one more question before we get into the NBA, NLB. 
Yeah, I just realized you guys about the score. Um, we've talked about this before, but let's talk about jumping really quickly. There is a very, very big chance that Lamar doesn't go in, goes into this season without a contract, with extension on his contract. We talked about him not playing. Qu- quick thoughts on it. What are your thoughts if he if it does happen? What are your thoughts on Lamar going to the season without that extension? I think it'd be a it wouldn't be a smart move for Lamar to go play without a contract this year. Uh, you didn't did enough to show that your 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 value to that franchise. You know what I'm saying? So because anything can happen in football. You know what I'm saying? You knock on wood, you can your career can be over. Yep. You know what I'm saying? In this contact game, the type of quarterback he is, that, you know, a running quarterback, uh, 60% of the offense depends on him. So he'll be a fool if he go out there and suit up without a contract before uh, September 11, whatever the game starts. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's why you kind of need an agent. <laughs> yeah, I think he playing himself. Like, he played – he should have never took a snap in training camp. I would have – Pulled the card of the Ravens organization to pay me. Right, you're the most valuable part of the team. Right, yeah, you got Hundley. He played well last year, but he ain't Lamar. He ain't me. Right, I would have, I would have showed up because I ain't, get, I ain't losing no money. Right, but I would have not took a snap. Mm-hmm. I would have showed, I would have proved the point. Like you need me, and if not, you still gonna pay me. I'll show up game September 11, mm-hmm. but you gonna suffer. Right. In this training camp without the camaraderie of me playing quarterback. And, and but he got, played himself, though. And he'd have got the fan base behind him. Oh, people in Baltimore, the man, like, look, what's going on? We need right. to get Lamar his money. Right, he is the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing that the Ravens do offensively. Everything is on Lamar. Right, because you don't know what Dobbins is going to give you coming back from an ACL I say injury. he about 60% other than the running game. The other running game by a good 20. Right, he, the Lamar is everything, bro. Yeah. Andrews don't ball if Lamar don't play. You know what I'm saying? Bates don't Bateman don't play well at the, at the at the receiver spot if it ain't for Lamar. So Lamar just really brought it on himself, honestly, bro. Like I would have just said, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not practicing today. Plain and simple. I would have forced their hand. You got to. That's the only way they pay you. Look at Debo. Look at DK. Like Michael Thomas. Yeah, like bro. Not practice doesn't mean anything. I mean, I think there's other players. There's the. Uh... Derwin James is not practicing right now. He ain't got an extension yet. Bro. He's not. He's he's not practicing now, but he hasn't. He doesn't have a uh, extension yet. Right. So it, it's just one of those things that he's just got to figure out the best lane for himself. Mm-hmm. And that's actually going to be what's going to happen next. Refuse your services. <laughs> that's how you prove a point. Before before we jump to NLB real quick, man, let's talk a little bit about WNBA. Let's talk about Brittany Griner. Give me your thoughts right quick. I mean, can you start this off? Give me your thoughts on what you what you thought about with Brittany and his decision with him. With, uh, excuse me, excuse my language. With Brittany being being sentenced to nine point five years in prison, Russian prison, um, for the situation and what she was charged for, and you know what you think is going to happen moving forward. Man. I wasn't surprised because at this at this, at this stage, she's just a pawn in in what Russia is trying to do. They're trying to get the guy they want out of jail, and they know we get her outrageous sentences um, that, you know, United States, they, they tie in their hand to do something. And I don't think she's going to do all nine years. United States going to have to just budge and, and give up a prisoner from her that they really want. And, it's you know, it ain't fair. But at this point, 
She's just being, you know what I'm saying, for political reasons. And, uh, I, you know, I wasn't shocked that they gave her that, that type of sentence. Because when they said that whether she can get up to nine to whatever, I'm saying she's going to get up to that. And um, I don't see her doing all nine years. I see the United States bringing her home. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Like, they just, like I said, using her as a pawn to get back at the United States because they know the United States is so much back, there's so much chatter now that the United States are going to do more than what they probably would do with anybody else um, to bring her home. Um, but it's unfortunate she put herself in this situation, and it's just bad timing with the whole war with Ukraine and how the United States is supporting Ukraine and Russia. Like, yo, all right, we're going to show you. Um, but it's definitely unfortunate, man. But it puts the United States in a real tricky slope to do uh, the guy that they want to give up for Brittany Griner and other American. Man, what if this dude now do something to get back in the United States and, you know, bomb something? Like, it, it's, it's a very slippery slope, bro, to be able to do this and give up this guy, arms dealer. Like, it's, it's very tricky, and it could come back to haunt the United States. Yeah, it's a tough situation. Y'all just saying this stuff. I mean, when you talk about international affairs, people got to stop thinking international affairs is as simplistic as I, – I, I, as simplistic as it is, I heard Boosie, little Boosie's little comment, <laughs> man. I, I like his little rant. Bro, international affairs is not what you think it is. It's not a trade-off. It's not as simplistic as you think it's going to be. It's not something you can just wake up and be like, it's going to change. International affairs and international dealings and, and things of that nature, it comes at a, a penalty. Mm-hmm. It's a price to pay. So it's like you got to know it's a price to pay. And if you don't know what that price is, stop talking about it. It's not what you don't really is. It's, and she's not the only person. They they convicted a dude for, I think, espionage mm-hmm. in, like, 2020. And he's a white guy, white male. Got got him for a criminal espionage for 2020. He's, like, locked up for six. They gave him 16 years. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, which is something that's never going to look at that level any mm-hmm. over in the States. Stop speaking on things that you don't know. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. You don't realize what it is and what's going on. Stop blaming the vice president or the president. Yeah, we it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's a very particular situation. You don't know it. You don't know what it is to to trade up that make that type of trade. You can't just make that trade because he says something. Yeah, it don't work that way. It's just one of those things, and it's very unfortunate for her. Um, she and, and clearly she is a, a a pawn because if it wasn't for that, she's been in Russia for the last eight years playing basketball there so she knew like she knew not only she knew but russia is no she's well known in russia so if the politics that wasn't in play you would have known that already because she's well known in russia but they gave 16 years to somebody you didn't know yeah the boy whaling yeah that's what i'm talking about about. yeah like yo like for espionage you gave him 16 years and he's you don't even know who he is and they just caught another american in russia for weed sent to him the other day for I think uh what was it uh 14 years so it's like yo they're literally getting people you don't if you don't know the play of the situation stop talking like you know and like it's gonna make a difference if you come bouncing around and, and yelling it don't work that way but like I just said like bro they she literally they they, they got on her for that I mean they got on they got on other people for it so it's, it's they're not playing a situation where it's about Britney Britney Griner or black woman they play in a situation where they're trying to like hold people above America today. We want this person back. Yeah. And the problem with that person they're talking about, they don't know what's going to happen to that person mm-hmm. overall. That's out, bro. Damn it. You have never played baseball. 
You can see that. She has score though. It's eight two. Uh, but at the end of the day, we you got to know the situation, the parallels of it, so that we can make sure that we're doing the making the best decision from a country standpoint. Right. All right, let's jump to some baseball next. I know this dude keeps putting baseball on the tab. Yeah, man, we got to be diversified, man. Baseball is hot right now. The Soto trade man. from the Washington Nationals to the St. Saint, Saint Diego Padres. Aid, Diego, I'd like to say it like uh, Overwood said it on um, Anchorman. When he was like, yeah, it's San Diego. San Diego's me. San Diego's. San Diego's. She was like, yeah, I don't think so. San Diego, so San Diego Padres. Right? All right, Ray. You put this over here. Yeah, man. You got to talk. How about is it going to start? What, what's this going to do for San Diego? Because I don't think it's going to do anything for them. Honestly. Not this season. They got, bro, when they get Tatis Jr. back. Which is this week. He started he's already a, doing he started he's a double already, A assignment. Yeah, he's already double A. They got three cats that can go, go, honestly be the best player. Are in they the in the wild card? Position right now, they they fighting with Atlanta. They fighting with. Uh, they're not they're, fighting with Atlanta, bro. We're like, eight, but they're right there. We're right ten there. games above everybody. But they're number two in the wild card right now. They're number two, but to get him at the age of twenty three, when baseball players are playing well into their thirties, late thirties, is big for the Padres because they're fighting for supremacy with the Dodgers in LA. You know, in California area, in that LA San Diego area. So for them, they needed this splash to get Soto at the age of 23. You still have him for two years before you even give him a big deal. And then I like the the part of the trade where they threw in Josh Bell, the first baseman for the Nats. He's batting over 300, got 17 home runs. And I think the the, the Padres are primed to make a, a, some noise in NL, in NL West, bro. I just like the trade. Now, from the Nats standpoint, they just they just tanking, bro. I think they about to sell and all that. But, I mean – Soto is one of the top players in the MLB, and you put him with Machado and Tatis Jr., and that's huge, bro. Hey, that's huge, huge, huge. Next season. We're going to see, but like I said, they got him for the next 10, 15 years. And they're they young, and that, that's what I like. Then they made another trade. So I, I like what San Diego doing, man. They, they got to compete. They're showing that they're not scared to spend money. That's what it shows. Well, you know, Kid, uh, Kid, you can skip this topic, dog. I can put a little bit. I think it's a good trip. I can get a. I think I'd like because they feel like they ain't. You know, you in the Cali market, Dodgers out there making big celebrities. You know, you gonna you get the stars come. People gonna come and support what you're doing. So they trying to stay relevant with the Dodgers and in Cali, bro. You're in a big market, so why not go get big major players that that don't want to live in Cali, turn the franchise around. So, you know, what I'm saying to say. Let's go for it. You know what I'm saying? And there's Dodgers relevant, going, getting big name stars to come play. Yep. We in Cali too. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to like you gotta like the move. Even though James said it might not win this year, but going down the line, you're in the witness, in the winning business that I'm in Cali and I'm trying to compete with the Dodgers. Yeah, it's a, it's a two-year, three-year gap type of thing because, I mean, but it's two years because they only, he only has two years on his contract. So it's a two-year thing and you hope not maybe this year but next year. If you get into the wild card and you do well, but they still have a pitching issue, yeah. So, so it's still a problem there. But if you get there and you hit well, yeah, maybe that right. may make it. You may meet the Mets in a in a in a one off. They do want it because Mets not that. Guy. I don't know why. <laughs> just because you win it right now doesn't mean anything. <laughs> At the end of the day, like, my man Pedro used to say, 
Hey, with, with, hey, the, hey. with the red socks in your Who's your daddy? <laughs> Whose daddy is who? Because <laughs> you, Pedro you ain't ours. Not only we the champs, we, the, we still the NL East champs. You all good. Y'all, y'all playing well. So, yo, you ain't winning nothing here. It's all good. It's a long ain't, season in baseball. You ain't won nothing in the NL East, have you? Nope. We don't got two different times in the last probably 15, 16 years. Nah, not in the last 15, 16 years either. Because, yo, the last at least 13, we won them. Yep, no anyway. But like I said, man, I'm like, and I'm Kendrick. I'm like Kendrick Perkins, bro. I can I can talk about any topic. <laughs> saying, but bro. it's it's one of those things. Where, the thing is, I, the page. I mean, the the, uh, the Padres. I just got to see what's going to happen moving forward. If they can re-sign him, bring him back there, and allow him to be there and be the type of player he wants to be. Soto's still a strong player, very talented. Um, I mean, you got to realize he's going. He's a he's a top tier player. I look happy that he's out of the end of. NLEs. I'm happy about that. But at the end of the day, can he can they put together a quality team for him to win? Yeah. They already got Machado there. They they already got um we just talked about this minute ago. Tatis. Tatis. Got a core. So they got that four, five, six, baby. Got a core, boy. Should be lethal. Should be. But can that win you the championship? When you're in a division that has the best talent <laughs> in the NL. Dodgers, boy. The Dodgers are strong, and they're going to pay the win. They almost got sold. And Mooker right now is at 25 home runs with 59 RBIs, and he's balling. They're strong, boy. So what are you going to do? And they got strong pitching. And the Giants never weak. Maybe having a down a down moment. But the Giants are still a strong team. So you, it's just a lot of different dynamics got to happen. I got to see what's going to go on. They got to go out there and get hot. And that hit ain't hot. You can look like you can be the greatest hitters out there. But then you look like the the Yankees when they have great hitting, no pitching. Get into a situation they lose, man. So you just asked the next question: Is San Diego the NL favorites? Nah, serious. Go, go ahead and ask nah, yourself. Nah, just because I said the Dodgers playing well, Braves, Mets, um, all playing well, but they got a shot, bro. It's one thing about baseball, bro. You can get hot in a short series with hitting that can carry you a long way. Um, so they definitely – I wouldn't want to face them in that wild card matchup. That's what I would say for that. They sneak in, I wouldn't want to play them in that wild card. Key like, what, what's the playoffs? Do they got a shot? Anything, if you can get in the playoffs, everybody got a shot. You just got to get in the dance. Get in, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everything starts 0-0, zero, zero, man. It's just playing your best ball when you get into the playoffs. So I don't think they got a shot. That is a one-game situation. They won a game off. At one game playoff, they're not. They don't have a shot. They don't. They don't have it, right? Because a veteran team, a Braves, a team like that coming to Atlanta, that hitting doesn't always travel when you travel like that. It's just I don't think it's gonna have it. Like I said, next season, if they can get the right pitching around them, they're gonna be strong. They're gonna be a very competitive team, and they should win a lot of ball games and do something. And then maybe, maybe and just then, maybe they will. Do some damage and win a, and and get to the series. We'll see. Yes, we'll see moving forward. All right, bro. Last talk for the day. Should the Lakers extend LeBron for another two years? Our NBA insider Keon Keith Shafter. <laughs> McCorders. Keep old. You tell us. Tell us. Tell us what your thoughts on that. Should the Lakers? They've already asked. They've already said they're gonna. They, they would like to extend LeBron for another two years. Two questions though. It's not a two-fold question. Should the Lakers should have the Lakers extended that? 
Should they offer that extension? And should LeBron wait and not sign it until he figures out what the Lakers going to do moving forward? Well, if you're a Lakers organization, you have to at least, you know, put the offer out there. It, it definitely look bad if contract time was up and you don't even say we want to extend you. So, you know, LeBron's still not – he's not a top five player no more, but he's still – you know what I'm saying? He's still a, a good player and – uh Definitely, as a as an organization, you got to extend the uh, two year. Um, so I say yes, they had to. Uh, if he don't sign, it ain't no sweat of blood. You know, you don't lose no sleep. But uh, should LeBron wait? Uh, yeah, it's no rush to do it this year. You know, what I'm saying during the season, if you want to wait and see what moves they make next year. But for me, I don't see him going nowhere else. I think he want to finish his career in L.A. at this point. You know, what I'm saying because. All his business out there, his son out there, his family. I think he like living in L.A., quick to do a lot of stuff. But uh, at this point, yeah, the Lakers had that, you know, as an organization. It's only that you still do it. Do you give him the max, though? You have to. You have to give him the two-year for uh, – Two for 97? Yeah, you have to. Unless he, now, if he won't, he can go to James Harden. That's on LeBron. You got to give him that. But then it's on LeBron to be like, at this point, I done made money. I, w- I don't want the max. I want to bring extra players in to help me win. You know what I'm saying? But you offer him the max. But that's a LeBron decision to be like, you know what? Instead of taking the max, I take less, and we can bring extra pieces in to help us compete for a championship, like James Harden just did. But do you agree with what Harden did, though? I do, because Harden, at this point, Harden got plenty of money. And you know what I'm saying? He done got shit, tons of money, different max. And at this point, James Harden is mixing the chip. That's, that's the next thing to his resume because he, James Harden again. These players now making tons of money off the, off the, off the. And it ain't like football, or whatever. They making tons of money. Like LeBron, a billionaire, <laughs> a couple of millions. He can, you know, <laughs> say I, right, I can bring another piece in to help us win. Yeah. Same thing with James Harden, you know. So yeah, it's up on it's on LeBron to be like, all right, thank you for offering me the max, but you know I'm, I'm gonna take less. For you to go get pieces to help us win. Yeah, I, I think the Lakers in a no-win situation, right? Because they know they need Brian because AD, you can't build nothing around him. Like he's not a leader. Um, like so, Lakers really have no other choice. But I think LeBron's gonna sign one of those two plus uh, one plus one type deal, where he's gonna sign the two-year deal with that player option for the second year, just to keep to see what the Lakers are gonna do from. Uh, free agent standpoint, but then again, like you said, Key, I don't think he went. Where else he gonna go? Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Like he, he's not ready to retire. He's still playing at a, a solid elite level um, to where he can at least. He, he's good for twenty, right? Like he's good for that. Um, so he's one of the top ten players in the league still at age, you know, year twenty. But he's not going anywhere. But I think, like you said, how bad do he want to win that fifth title? Right? Do I give up less, just a little bit? But I think the Lakers in a no-win situation. They got to give it to him. But I think if LeBron, I think he's going to continue to put press on the organization, sign his one plus one to say, you know, every year is almost like a free agent year. So see what kind of moves they make. But it's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he deserved the money. They got to give it to him. Should they offer it to him? Yes. Should he sign a hell no, nah, bro? Like, like where you going to go? Cleveland. Maybe better. 
But in Cleveland, and then I, I'm not. I don't think he want to go back and live in Cleveland. Uh, yo, you can leave in L.A. in the off season. No, you only got about two or three more seasons left in your career. I, I get that, but I just think he's really happy living in L.A. right now. Man, who wouldn't be? <laughs> I wouldn't mind being in L.A. right now. You buy the water. Yeah, yeah. usually everything's a lot. Things are easier, laid back. People are calmer. Not a lot. Not as much stress. It's expensive, but not as much stress. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like. You still are an Asian player that's not – you may be top three in your position, but you ain't top ten in the NBA right now. And at the end of the day, your team is not good, and you're depending on the guy – is it about legacy right. and championships, or is it about just finishing your career and moving on to the, to well, the dim lights? Yeah, because he might feel like his legacy already cemented. So at is this it? point – yeah, at this point, he's going to be an all-time great. Wherever you want to rank him at, everybody going to have their own choice. But he's going to go down as an all-time great no matter Is you trying to be the all-time great or the greatest? He ain't going to be the greatest. Nobody, I don't think nobody will never give him the greatest. Even if he win one. You call him the greatest? I think, like, I've been blessed to see, and we've all blessed him to see, Jordan in his prime, Brian in his prime, Kobe and other players. Just what, and I've always been the biggest Jordan fan. I am still is. But what LeBron does, the other things outside of what MJ did, yeah, MJ went six and zero. You can't never deny that. And you're gonna have people, no matter what, LeBron could probably win three straight titles in a row. Like he did, people will never still say he's better than Jordan. So he can't really win in that situation. But from this, this now, it's just really, it's like icing on the cake now. If he wins champion, another championship, it's like icing on the cake. It's not gonna. Some people are not gonna put him over Jordan. They still gonna you know have him in that top three maybe. But like I said, it's not gonna move the needle where how much he wins because some people just not gonna never put him over Jordan, never. What the fuck you just talked about, man? He said nothing. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're still feel like LeBron. I is. think he's the greatest of all time. So I, what I just say, yeah. right? I just said yeah, that like, people I feel, like, and I said you said you feel that way. So you and at the end of the day, so there are people who feel like he's the greatest of all time. So my thing is, does he want to be the greatest? If you want to be the greatest, you're going to go after championships and try to end your career with more championships and more wins and a scoring title. I mean, not scoring title, but the scoring, um, the scoring record mm-hmm. and be the greatest in all aspects of basketball. Well, he can't, you're not, not gonna, winning wise. He ain't going to know. You're not going to win the chips like that with in, right. in, um, in, um, well, it depends. It depends. In on, LA. But that's what I said. It depends on if he take less and then the pieces they go. To uh, give him an opportunity to compete for a championship. Because Russ money going to be gone next year, which is 40, what, 47, 48 million. So that can be enough for another player. But he's going to be. (laughs) And then say LeBron take less, that can be. But LeBron's going to be a less of a player. But that's what I'm saying. You get younger players. That 80, you don't have level 80. That's what I said. You need another somebody who can. But how many people you can? Only so many trades and positions you can make. You got to hold the free agency levels free at that level. Yeah, but free agency is going to be huge next year. Ooh. Yeah. You got Kyrie. You got. Uh, Man, I'm about to try to resign Kyrie. But the Lakers, Lakers, trying, Lakers trying Lakers to get him. him. They're trying to rent Kyrie. They trying to get him. <laughs> they ain't trying to sign Kyrie. That's why I said if they wanted Kyrie, they would have gave up the draft pick already. But they ain't doing that because so I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that. I, but I wouldn't do that either. I wouldn't give up. No, I'm not. First of all, because I don't know what Kyrie gonna show up. Exactly. So I'm saying like, yo, but, they trying to rent Kyrie. But I can. But 
from now, Kyrie's going to be on shorter deals. Nobody's giving him the max, no matter where he go. So those days are gone for Kyrie, where he's going to be getting five-year deals. <laughs> those, those days are gone. You'll take a two-year deal on Kyrie. Oh, yeah, no doubt. That boy, Bussy Bob, you saw that yeah. highlight that you posted that boy? Yeah. Thought Kyrie's a, well, he's Kyrie a magician. He's a magician. But at the end of the day, I don't see how Kyrie can be. Kyrie's not going to be a decision maker to a point where you're going to. They're not giving that pick. They already gave the pick already. I wouldn't give. No, I wouldn't give it. When you get him from next year for nothing. So you just. But but Katie. No, you don't take this season. season. No, you try. But to AD's win. not going to be the same player next year. But yeah, LeBron's going to be the same. He's not going to be the same. But player AD, next year. this is a make or break year for AD. AD got to this year. He got to come in like his first year. When he had something to prove. They get that AD back. And then, you know what I'm saying? You got to get a top five AD. You know what I'm saying? AD was playing top five when he first got to the Lakers. That bubble. That's and it, yeah. No injury AD. No yeah. Injury yeah. Every day. So, yeah. AD got this year. It's a make break year for him. Because he got to show he's the best player on the team. Because how he goes, the team goes. And so. I agree. Yeah, so, yeah, the Lakers doing right now. We not give up no two first-round picks for what? Would you give up one? No. No. Because no. no matter what you do this year, you're not going to win the championship. Kyrie or no Kyrie. So you, you don't think if you get Kyrie, Brian, and no, AD, you don't you're not, a shot? No, you're not got a shot. Because the defense, wow, you got to get younger. They got you gotta, younger. Yeah, but you got to get defense players. They, they did. Role That's players. what they signed. But those, they're not proven – they not I mean, proven. how many defensive proven cats? They still wouldn't be better. Even they get that, they still wouldn't be better. They wouldn't be better than Golden State. They wouldn't be better than Phoenix. They wouldn't be better than Memphis. They wouldn't be better than uh, Denver. With a healthy three? No, with a healthy Denver with Murray and uh, and Porter. No, nah, because you because LeBron ain't playing defense no more. AD gonna miss some game. Kyrie, you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too many maybes. It's too, you know what I'm saying, James? It's too many was if. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, we know you're going to get consistent from Golden State. You're going to get consistent from Memphis. You're going to get consistent from Phoenix. You're going to get consistent from Denver. And you got, like, the Pelicans and all these teams. Memphis is going to be interesting, though. Yeah, so. Can they, can they stay at that level? Oh, that yeah, they're they getting better every year. I think they could. They're getting better every year. Not, they not, not a mark, not an eyes on. Yeah, and they're younger, and they got experience now. So yeah, yeah. so no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be the favorite, even if you get Kyrie. So why give up two picks? <laughs> and Brooklyn is not just giving them away for one pick. <laughs> I feel. All right, brother. I got one more topic to add, but we never talked about this. The live golf. What's your thoughts on uh, live? Is the new golf series? Trying to take a lot of players from the Saudi PGA. Arabia. Yeah, the Saudi Arabia piece. Mm-hmm. They dishing out big, big money for Tiger, right? Yeah, they offer Tiger seven, eight hundred million mm-hmm. guaranteed without even winning a golf tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your thoughts on how Live is doing and a lot of players are leaving PGA? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Let me start with you, Jay. I mean, I've I've been paying attention to it, and I mean, the PGA always built their their reputation off of tradition. So, I mean, tradition doesn't mean you have to align with it. It doesn't mean you have to be committed to it 100%. Um, that's the tradition that the PGA has, not necessarily you have internally for yourself and for your organization and for your, and for your, um, for your, and for your team um, of people. So if you're a player and you're looking for the bigger, the bigger opportunities, bigger money, Bigger situation, 
yeah, I would go with the, the, with another organization that can give me that and provide that. And I'm cool with it. I I'm I'm I think I think uh I think um Tiger's a fool for not taking that money. He must be making way I don't know more if it, than that. No, I don't I don't I think Tiger's a stickler for a tradition. He seems like that's what he talks about, just playing in there and he lived through it and I think his dad has always preached about the uh PGA. So I feel like for Tiger that's that's the alignment for him. That's the thing that tracks him. But for another player from a different country that doesn't understand the PGA, doesn't really care for all that, doesn't care about 1950 when the history of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when 1950 when this dude was this white guy was with a funny looking hat on and, and big socks, whatever else, and but else, but and, and was out there winning games and tournaments, they can kill us. And if I'm if I'm an African American player, Tiger, I, I look at Tiger as an African American, a black man. Um, I would probably kill us too because when my my forefathers or my fathers or my family members can play in the in the PGO, they always celebrating and 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 always projecting amongst the people how prestige is. Um, my people can play on that shit, so why would I care? I'm about to take the seven hundred, eight hundred million and keep it pushing. Like Charles Barker was about to take that money and, and do um, broadcasting on that because he looked at that money, but he looked at it's the connection that he has with. You know, he doesn't have a real direct connection to T besides TNT because of the, the what they built there, but you don't think TNT mastered? I think they probably did. They probably did ah, that or they, they probably put out there like <laughs> yeah. stipulations or they probably yeah. said, Listen, we'll we'll give you this. Yeah, yeah, they mastered. Because they were ready to get they were ready to bring him on. He yeah. was looking at it like, Yeah, you know, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Chuck could have used him as a pawn, like how much? It could have been, yeah. but, and, but maybe we're, and, we're, we're, we're gonna have this but, but here's the thing with PGA yeah. and the PGA too. They don't cut their, they don't tuck the, they don't, they don't, they don't cut their um, annual whatever income they bring in. They don't, they don't cut that out. Cut with the players. It's not like the NFL where they have a half or NBA where they have a percentage base. I don't think it's a percent. There's not revenue sharing amongst the PGA and the PGA players. So if it isn't. I can care less. I'm going right. to hit that seven. Nah, you heard? You seen that plane? They got these dudes on a like a what's the name like a uh, like a um, a private all exclusive plane where you can. Fly. It's like it can be like uh, like 50, 60, 70 players on that thing, and it's super luxurious and big and spacious. You go all around it. If I'm Tiger, you probably in the most exclusive part of it. He got his own plan. Yeah, you most exclusive part of it though, man. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. And, and so I like what they doing to make it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, competing with them. But I wonder what, what's the stimulation in Tiger uh, in that contract. How many games do we have to play? Because yeah, Tiger, I mean, play, Tiger play when he want to play right now. Yeah. You True. know what I'm saying? And Tiger, billionaire. So, you know what I'm saying? He's probably looking at it like, yeah, we'll give you $800 million, but you need to do so many tournaments over the this, over this spans of the contract. Yeah. So that can be a big factor in why he turned it down too. Because right now Tiger's safe when he want to play. Oh, yeah, he got there in the right. Yeah, so uh, you know, but um, yeah, like James saying, I'm like shit. I don't care about no. Uh, what, what's the one over here? The uh, the P the PGA. PGA. Yeah. Fuck that. You give me that type of money. Deuces. But like I said, I would love to see how many tournaments they told Haggy he had to play play in for that type of money. Yeah. That probably been a decision. Why? Like how many? Yeah, nah, nah, I ain't doing that. One. Shit, even with Tiger, bro, he's the biggest draw in golf. He could be. He's struggling like hell right now. Oh, yeah, you turn he in a tournament, boy. That boy, like, the everybody off. there. Yeah. But for me, like, I would do it. 
Honestly, because at the end of the day, the PGA, you got to fight for your PGA card every year, right? Especially if you're not one of the top players. Then if I go to live, I can still play in the big tournaments, the, the, the Masters. I can still play in the U.S. Open. I can still play in the, 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 uh, the PGA tournament uh, in Britain. Like, I can still play in those big four tournaments, and I'm getting guaranteed 80, 90, 100 million dollars. Man, I'm out of there. PGA, holla at your boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, because at the end of the day, a lot of these golfers, and you talk about tradition, the majors are the tradition. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody cares about the win, the open, the Sony open. Yeah, like, everybody wants the, the big four tournaments each year, and they can still play in that because it's not federated by the PGA. And I right? think, and I just think Tiger probably didn't do the tax on his body. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, Tiger on the down climb, yeah. right? Like, he just, like you said, he going to play these majors if he healthy. Yeah. But he got a ton of money. Like, yeah, he a billionaire. Like, he, yeah. you know, he, he's probably helped build the PGA over these years. Mm-hmm. He's probably loyal. Probably like, got that's stock That's why in. he don't want to do it. Or probably got stock in it. I'm sure he do. Like, yeah. I, you, know, like <laughs> you know, he's a loyal guy, and I think that's why he's turning it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it was a – what the Liv is doing, and a lot of people are saying, you know, how September 11, the Saudis, you know, I get it, and it, and it is it, everybody has their right to it. But how do you know the companies that's in the United States, these Saudis are not involved or CEO, or, you know, backing these new U.S. companies? You know what I'm saying? That you support every single day. So it, it's a it's a tough call because you know a lot of people lost family members in September 11. But um, but live, give me that kind of money, boy, I'm out of here. I'll let your PGA tournament. I'm out. Yeah, I think it's a decision you to make. It's it's not me. It may not be the most popular decision. Yeah, but it damn sure gonna be the most money making decision. I'm out. Of your life. <laughs> I'm out. So I'm out the door. Yeah, they give these guys like maybe like for eight tour dates, like hundred fifty million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. <laughs> but I'm out of here. I'm out. <laughs> Go. Be like I'll holler at your people. <laughs> All right, we out here. Oh, my punch back hard up, but you don't want me.